Wow. So I bought some uh, stock in a company called Snap. You might know Snap as Snapchat. And uh, the stock just got hammered. Am I singing the blues? I don't know. Let's let's talk about it. I'll break it all down for you. So get comfortable. Buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hello, welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means that we uh, are solving the black wealth problem. Uh, the racial wealth gap is no more in our space. Also, black uh, B1, uh, being black first, means that we educate our kids. We want our kids to be ahead of the curve. And so if you are teaching your kids about wealth and you think that that's a good thing, then put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat, hashtag B1. All right, so I want to say good morning to everybody. Hey, Robert James, how are you? You're the first one in here. And uh, shout out the city that you're from as you come through the door. Um, I'd like to know what city you guys are from. So, uh, yeah, so let me just tell you this. I, I bought uh, stock in Snap, uh, Beatrice. And Snap is a company that was recommended by a lot of analysts. A lot of analysts like Snap. And uh, it's um, a strong company in certain ways. It's a disruptor, and uh, you know, on some level. And uh, but let me tell you, that stock just got body slammed. I think that stock went down 23 percent right after the company uh, made its earnings announcement. And so I, of course, I took notice because I had a, a, a stake in the company, and uh, and I, I dug into it. And basically, what is going on is something that. Uh, is going to be interesting for next week in terms of how it affects your stocks. If you have uh, stock in tech companies or like Meta and Google and stuff like that, there are some who believe that Snap's challenges, that the their inability to monetize their new user base could be contagious, that other companies could be experiencing a slowdown in digital ad revenue, which could be a big problem. And so uh, basically with Snap, I wanted to kind of let you guys know what happened here and also give you some thoughts on Snap and, and, and why why I'm really sort of second guessing myself a little bit on the decision to invest in Snap. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a bad company, but at the same time, there are some interesting things that are going on that are really concerning. So uh, anyway, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe if you haven't done it yet. Also, uh, this weekend, my wife is doing a speed dating event in Atlanta. So if you're into that kind of thing, you're single and you want to mingle. Uh, she's a relationship therapist, by the way, and loves to match make black people. And we had speed dating last year at the All Black National Convention, and a lot of people showed up. And uh, there are some people, that actually, there's somebody who actually got married and a lot of people showed up and hooked up and all this other stuff. So if, you, if that's of interest to you, you can find out more at voicewalkins.com. And today I'll be participating in the uh, Philadelphia Grand Prix uh, hosted by the Urban Youth Racing School. So I'll literally be driving today go-karts against NASCAR drivers, which is kind of a scary concept. But uh, I decided I was happy to participate um, on, you know, on, on behalf of the Urban Youth Racing School. They're doing great work in Philly. So anyway, um, all right. So with with Snap, uh, what I found out is that the reason my Snap stock got body slammed, and I'm telling you, let me see. I I think that the last time I checked, let me look at my app here. Um, I think that it dropped by about 23% uh, overnight, and this was after the company, oh, 31% now. Uh, it went down from, uh, I think it was hovering around, around $13, $14 a share. Um, I think I bought in at the $13.50 uh, level approximately, and the price has dropped down to $11.17. And it's going to probably keep dropping a little bit because uh, everybody um, seems to it's sort of drawing a lot of scrutiny, a lot of negative attention. Uh, they didn't give any earnings guidance for the next quarter. Also, they they picked up new users, 
but their revenue stayed flat. And so that means either uh, there is a fundamental problem in the ability to monetize new users on these platforms or Snap just sucks at it. It's one or the other. And the, and the other interesting thing about Snap, though, is that um, that so so this week people are going to be watching Facebook and Google or Meta, Meta and Google, uh, and their earnings announcements. Meta is kind of like Diddy, you know. You know, you know, Diddy ch- keeps changing the name and all that, and you just you just want to call him Sean after a while because you're getting tired of it. Uh, so Meta, aka Facebook or whatever they are, um, they are they're going to be announcing next week. And uh, so the the big question for the global economy is. You know, does the snaps results really reflect something bigger going on? Is there something happening with the consumer uh, that kept them from monetizing or are they just bad at it? Uh, is it an idiosyncratic specific company specific problem or is it a systematic issue in the digital ad space? Because a lot of these companies were affected by Apple when Apple decided to uh, change its iOS system and all that stuff. And it made it harder to track your uh, users to send them specific ads. So. Uh, Snapchat is interesting, though. If you look up uh, Snapchat or look up Snap as a company, you'll find that their CEOs are, are or their CEO, uh, even Spiegel, I think that's his name, and the, and, the, and the CFO, I don't have his name in front of me. They're kind of selfish. They kind of do things a little bit different. So on one hand, if you look at it on an optimistic note, you could say that they do things differently because they're just creative and smart and have certain values. On the other side, you could say that they're selfish. And what do I mean by that? Well, basically, they have, I think, 99.5% of the voting power. So basically, what Snap did, which is very different from most publicly traded companies, is they said, look, you can buy stock in our company, but you cannot tell us what to do. You cannot vote on what this company does. That's a big deal. A lot of companies, you know, when they sell stock, they're they're sharing power. And uh, so the, the, the leaders of the Snap, to... to you know, for good and bad reasons, I guess, maybe perhaps to their benefit or to their detriment, have basically taken on just a different model of finance. They don't give, they, in their mind, shareholders don't mean shit in terms of telling them how to direct the company. And I and I can understand that because capitalism is kind of a beast. And uh, a lot of companies get a lot of pressure from shareholders who who really push them in, in crazy ways. Like Facebook was a much better company before they went public and had to deal with shareholders that were trying to squeeze every nickel out of all the users. So I, I'm not a so I, I'm, I can understand why they did that. And to some extent, I think that that's OK. But times like now, it's not OK. Times like now, it, it, it makes you kind of irritated because uh, there are ways that this company could operate better. Right now, their shareholders have just lost, you know, I don't know, probably a few billion dollars in, in value. Uh, a, a lot of shareholders are very frustrated. Uh, the, basically, the company is. Uh, is one that appears to be one that isn't going to adopt very well to tight economic conditions, because it almost seems to me that the incentives are warped. The incentives would say to the, to the CEO, look, I'm doing fine financially. I don't care what you think. I don't care if the company sinks. I'm doing OK economically. You're, I don't care what happens with your money. Uh, all I care about is what happens with mine. So if I don't want to do something different, even if the economy is sinking and the company's value is dropping, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. And uh, and so I think that that is a good reason to walk away from Snap to some extent. I'm not going to get rid of my whole position in Snap, actually. Um, I have a position in the company and I'm going to keep selling my the, the thing that the reason I'm not so bad bothered about the price drop is whenever I buy stock, I, I never get greedy. So I always hedge my bets. And so I, I immediately sold a bunch of call options on the stock. So I made a lot of money off that. And so, um, unfortunately, the people who bought the options, they're not making money because the stock dropped so much that the options are worthless. But I sold them. So 
I got my money regardless. And and that's why I'm a big believer in, in selling options, because it allows you to get your income consistently, no matter what the stock does. And I can still sell the options next week. So I'm going to hold on to some of my position, but I am looking at other companies in the space that are more dominant. Right now, what you have is you have a, a declining um, a declining economy and you have rising interest rates all around the world. And that's going to that could lead to an economic disaster, uh, it, especially if um, the consumer is not resilient enough. Uh, a lot of people think corporate earnings are going to start to drop. Uh, companies are going to start adjusting their expectations and you're going to get some negative surprises like you did with Snap. And so uh, so the question right now with Snap is, is their problem indicative of a broader economic problem or is it just specific to the company? Now, uh, what indicators do I use uh, as Salisa? Um, I use a lot of indicators. I read everything. I watch everything. There's so much stuff out there. It's, I can't summarize it all at once. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I talk, I break down different indicators you can use actually in the stock market class. So if you want to do a 30 day trial, it costs you nothing for the thir first 30 days to join my stock market class. Uh, just go to boycewalkins.com and, and there's a ton of information. I literally do a complete brain dump in terms of all the ratios and methods and policies and everything you can look at to understand what's going on with stocks. And I see some of you were in the class last night with the uh, stock options. Um, I think that's that's the most fun class I've ever taught because I'm very excited about, you know, about <clears throat> just about that, about what that's done for my family and how much money I've been able to make for my relatives uh, by selling stock options and stuff like that. And so um, so I'm glad you guys enjoyed the class. Uh, if you're interested in taking a look at it, just go to boycewalkins.com. Everything's there. All right. So um, what, what's my verdict? Uh, well, you know, um, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna hold my position in Snap, but I'm gonna look toward other companies. I think I want to lean a little bit more toward um, a Google in that space because uh, I feel like there's um, you're hitting a point where the water's rising, and when the water's rising, you want to be hanging out with the tall kids. You don't want to be you don't want to sort of be sitting on the shoulders of the short short kid because the short kid's gonna drown, right? You, so you want to be on the shoulders of the tall kids. The tall kids in this space are Google and Facebook, Meta. Um, the short kids are Snapchat. Right? Snapchat is a company that is going to really struggle uh, with declining economic conditions unless they commit to changing how they do business. So uh, I can't sit here and ethically I'm not this is not investment advice at all. I'm not recommending anything, but I can definitely say that I'm not buying any more of this company at all. But I will keep selling the options for the people that actually believe the company is going to recover. So. All right, guys. Well, I'm about to get on out of here. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. If you're in Philadelphia, I'll be over at the uh, Philadelphia Grand Prix uh, with Urban Youth Racing School. Kyle Larson, this great NASCAR. He's like the points leader in NASCAR. He's going to be racing me. I can't beat Kyle Larson. How the hell am I? How's that supposed to work? So anyway, if you want to see me in a go-kart, you know, feel free to come on down. Uh, it's uh, I, uh, The information's on my bio at voicewalkins.com as well as everything else. All right, guys. So take care. Please have a great day. And uh, don't forget that the 29th through the 31st, I'll also be in Detroit for the Black Wealth Builder Summit. Herb Strather and Gary Shelton are, are co-hosting this with the Black Business School. And uh, they these guys have done over, you know, over a billion dollars in real estate deals. So they are extremely good at what they do. And their specialty is helping black folks learn how to raise money without having any money. So they're really good at what they do. They care about the black community. And they are, they are equally pissed off over the fact that Detroit is a big black city that's owned by white people and Arab people and everybody else. Black people need to own things. We need to own everything. We need to train our kids to just gobble up resources, gobble up real estate, gobble up assets. So type the word ownership in the chat. That's our word for today is ownership. Ownership is power. Ain't no such thing as Black Lives Matter if you ain't got economics behind it. Ain't no such thing as civil rights when you ain't got economics behind it. Ain't no such thing as equality 
if you don't have economics behind it. So type the word ownership in the chat if you get what I'm saying. So uh, that's what the Black Wealth Builder Summit's all about. It's about ownership, starting with Detroit, but really cities all over this country. Black people should be owning all of that. We need to own everything we can get our hands on. We are the winners. We are the champions, but we must conduct ourselves appropriately. And you carry yourself like a winner if you want to win. If you carry yourself like a loser, then you're going to get your ass kicked. So so no more of that for us. No more of that for me. That's not who I want to roll with. I want to roll with the winners. So if you're a winner, then you're my friend. If you if you determine to be a loser, then there's other places out there for you, but it, the, your place ain't here. So take care, everybody. God bless you. Love you. Hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, I will talk to you all very, very soon. Take care now. Peace.